0: Welcome to the Willow Park Church Seasons Podcast. During our time together, I hope you can stop, reflect, and think on the goodness of God through the life of Christ leading up to Resurrection Sunday. Today is Tuesday, the 29th of March, the 28th day of Lent. Today's reading comes from Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 33, where Jesus tells us, do not worry. So let me tell you, don't worry about your life, what to eat, what to drink. Don't worry about your body. What to wear there's more to life than food and there's more to the body than a suit of clothes have a look at the birds in the sky they don't plant seeds they don't bring in the harvest they don't store things up in barns and your father in heaven feeds them think how different you are from them can any of you add 15 inches to your height just by worrying about it and why worry about what to wear Take a tip from the lilies in the countryside. They don't work. They don't weave. But let me tell you, not even Solomon, in all his finery, was dressed as well as one of these. So if God gives that sort of clothing even to the grass in the field, which is here today and in the bonfire tomorrow, isn't he far more likely to clothe you too? You of little faith. So don't worry away with your what'll we eat and what'll we drink. What do we wear? Those are all kinds of things the Gentiles fuss about, and your Heavenly Father knows you need them all. Instead, make your top priority God's kingdom and His way of life, and all these things will be given to you as well. Today's reading in the Sermon on the Mount shows us just how much our Father in Heaven cares for us. Has it ever struck you what a basically happy person Jesus was? Yes, according to the prophecies, we know that He was a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. We know the scene in Gethsemane where He was wrestling with the Father. We understand that the world's darkness and sadness descended on Him on the cross. We know He wept at the tomb of Lazarus But these are exceptions, the dark patches painted onto the bright background. As we read a passage like this, we can see the brightness of Jesus shining through. He had watched the birds wheeling around, high up in the currents of the air and the Galilean hills, simply enjoying being alive. Jesus had figured out that the birds never really seemed to do the human's work, yet mostly stayed alive and well. He had seen the thousands of different kinds of flowers growing in the fertile soil, and he held his breath at their fragile beauty. Jesus knew that these lilies would be better taken care of than someone in the care of Solomon with all his resources. Jesus had a robust and lively sense of the Father's goodness, the creator of the world. His whole spirituality is many miles away from those teachers who insist that this present world is filled with shadows, gloom and vanity, and that the true philosophy consists in escaping this world. His teaching grew out of his experience. When he told his followers not to worry about tomorrow, we must assume that he led by example. Jesus wasn't looking ahead anxiously, even though he would be justified to do so. Jesus seemed to have the skill of living entirely in the present, giving attention to the needs and the beauty that lay before him, celebrating the goodness of God here and now. He wanted his followers to do the same. When Jesus tells us not to worry about what to eat or drink or wear, he doesn't mean that those things don't matter. He's not saying to wear the rattiest of clothing and eat and drink as little as possible. Far from it. Jesus liked to party as much as anyone, and he also dressed well, evidenced by the soldiers casting lots for his tunic. The point of this is priorities. Put the world first and you'll find it gets moth eaten in your hands. But put God first and you'll get the whole world thrown in. Living totally without worry sounds to many people as impossible as living without breathing. Some people are so hooked on worry that if they haven't got something to worry about, they worry that they have forgotten something to worry about in the first place. Here, at the heart of the Sermon on the Mount, is an invitation that surprisingly few people try to take up, the invitation not to worry. Before we listen to this again, take a moment to be like Jesus in this moment. Learn to share in the happiness of Jesus himself. Think about whatever makes you smile, and thank God for that. And If you're struggling with worry, and struggling to find something to look at in the positive, that's okay. Ask God to give the joy that He wants us all to have and cast your cares on Him. So let me tell you, don't worry about your life, what to eat, what to drink. Don't worry about your body, what to wear. There's more to life than food, and there's more to the body than a suit of clothes. Have a look at the birds in the sky. They don't plant seeds, they don't bring in the harvest, they don't store things up in barns, and your Father in Heaven feeds them. Think how different you are from them. Can any of you add 15 inches to your height just by worrying about it? And why worry about what to wear? Take a tip from the lilies in the countryside. They don't work. They don't weave. But let me tell you, not even Solomon, in all his finery, was dressed as well as one of these. So if God gives that sort of clothing even to the grass in the field, which is here today and in the bonfire tomorrow, isn't he far more likely to clothe you too? You of little faith. So don't worry away with your what'll we eat and what'll we drink. What will we wear? Those are all kinds of things the Gentiles fuss about, and your Heavenly Father knows you need them all. Instead, make your top priority God's kingdom and His way of life, and all these things will be given to you as well. Dear Father, thank you for the perspective that you taught us to have. Thank you that you lived each moment and didn't worry about what was ahead. Help us to live that way too.